Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat with the show that has the flow to keep you in the know. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with T, the show designed with you in mind. We are thankful for my mentor and our sponsor, Robert Mentor, and his award-winning talk show, What's Going On? The longest-running show on CTV with Way Brown on camera and featuring yours truly as his co-host. What's Going On currently airs each Sunday at 2 p.m., but the time will change to Sundays at noon starting January 1st. You can check out the show on Local Channel 12, and for more ways to watch, visit TalkingWithT.com, where you can also see past episodes. Talking With T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. It's November 30th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, baseball player Bo Jackson, June Pointer of the Pointer Sisters, novelist Mark Twain, singer Billy Idol, the late Dick Clark, late politician and activist Shirley Chisholm, and actor Robert Gillian. And today is also a very, very special birthday, the one I'm most celebrating today, my guy Ty. My only son, Tylen Baker, turns 15 today, and I'm so excited to celebrate him. On this date in history, A.P. Ashbourne received a patent for the biscuit cutter, and J.A. Sweeting received a patent for a device that rolls cigarettes. Today on the national calendar is National Personal Space Day, Meth Awareness Day, Computer Security Day, and National Mississippi Day. It is also recognized as Cyber Monday. If you're like me, you may have opted out of the Black Friday madness and reserved your bargain shopping for Monday. If you find some great deals, be sure to hit us up on social media and spread the knowledge. Tomorrow is the National Day of Giving. Giving Tuesday is a global generosity movement unleashing the power of people and organizations to transform their communities and the world today and every day. Find a charity or an organization and share your blessings. I would like to highlight Unique Academy, a long-standing program in our community dedicated to educating and empowering our youth. This program was founded by Reggie Jenkins, and I also want you to consider giving to the Empty Stocking Fund, as many Americans still continue to struggle with food insecurities and a loss of income due to lost jobs and lost wages as we continue to battle COVID-19. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With Tea, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithTea.com. Now, here's tea spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. Let's turn our attention to a few quick bits and we're going to get started with some happy highlights. High fives for Linda Thomas Greenfield to be Biden's nominee for UN Ambassador and Shawanza Goff, who has been named Deputy Director of the White House Office of Legislative Affairs. We want to congratulate Fantasia and her husband, Kendall Taylor. As they rebuild on Instagram, they are expecting their first child together after experiencing fertility troubles. Let's also celebrate Jeremy Thomas out of Texas, 
who graduated from Clements High School in Missouri City. He will be heading to England after being named a 2021 Rhodes Scholar. Now, this is a really, really big deal. Jeremy Thomas is one of 32 students across the country awarded the highly competitive scholarship that provides an all-expenses-paid opportunity to study at the University of Oxford in England. We also want to congratulate Gabourey Sidibe and her recent engagement to boyfriend Brandon Frankel. Also in the news, David Dinkins, New York City's first black mayor, dies at the age of 93. According to CNN, Purdue Pharma, the maker of OxyContin, pled guilty Tuesday to three federal criminal charges related to the company's role in creating the nation's opiate crisis. Tens of thousands of inmates, ooh, that's a lot, tens of thousands of inmates carried out a massive pandemic unemployment scheme. It is reported that between March and August, inmates housed in every California prison and jail filed 35,000 claims, totaling $140 million in benefits, which were paid directly to the inmates in the prison or sent to friends and relatives. The benefits even included fake social security numbers and names. Now, I guess they didn't care about the risk because, heck, they already in prison. And as has become routine, COVID-19 is still trending in the news. U.S. COVID-related deaths are projected to double soon. Experts advise that although vaccines may make a big difference in the spring, for now, we still need to be vigilant. And they also warn that the vaccine will not be a magic bullet. Twitter was in all the rage when Macy's called Zeta Phi Beta Sorority a, quote, diverse dance group during their historic parade appearance. Meanwhile, in an effort to recruit and retain diverse faculty, staff, and students, the University of Tennessee Knoxville is taking a concerted, personalized approach for each college at the university. The goal is not just increasing the number of students and staff of color, but to truly transform the university so that everyone is welcomed and comfortable, as reported by KnoxNews.com. Everybody's talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news. And I have today none other than the know-it-all Professor Jay. And we are going to welcome back our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. So glad that you are here and you scared us. You had a little health scare there and you were in our prayers, but I was quite nervous. And I'm just glad to have you back. Yes, I'm glad sure. to be back because um, there's nothing. Let me just say this right quick. Let me just put my praise on right quick. There's nothing that God can't bring you back from. Nothing. Mm. And prayer does work. I'm about to run. I'm about to run. I'm about to run. (laughs) Go go ahead and run. Go ahead and run. I'm so lucky to have praying friends and praying family um, because I was out of it, you know. And the thing is, what I've learned is that you can't get regular sick now. If you say you're sick, it's automatically the COVID. So, this is coming from me. It was not the COVID, but I was was really, really sick, and I was in a coma, not a coma. So when you addressed me, and then if you said certain things, I was like, 
did I accept this? You, you know, pe- people, I guess they, their intentions are good, but they was really like, want to know like what happened. But I'm so transparent that I tell everything that happens with me. So there's no, you know, wondering. Right. Because if you don't tell your own story, people will make one up and tell it for you. Right. And you know, I had a few people ask, but I kind of waited until you and your family had time to process everything and you were ready to share what had happened. But I tell you what, me and Jay, when they took that feeding tube out and we got on the foot ministry, oh, glory. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. What? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Jay said, when he saw me like something on Instagram, he was like, hold up now, hold up. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it was scary. And you're right. People think, you know, every sickness has something to do with COVID. But there were a lot of illnesses and other things that were happening pre-COVID. And those things continue to happen. And although a lot of people are still battling COVID, and COVID can compound our regular illnesses, Uh you say this was not that. Yeah, this was not that. But it was so, even though I was, Sleep, I could still hear and just hearing, you know, them talking about the people that was fighting the COVID in the ICU unit and hearing them say, you know, they lost somebody to COVID and hearing the people crying and things. It was just, it was mm-hmm. an experience that I don't ever want to go through again. Well, we don't want to go through it either. Physically, but more, you know, it's a lot of mentally too, because you're still thinking about it. Like, I was at, you know, this door and mm. for some reason and I'm thankful God said you your work is not done. Sando. Huh? Mm, well coming off of that, we're gonna jump on in to the news so PI Pam can bring it straight with no chasing. Because I know that hadn't changed. In fact, it might be worse, Jay, what you what you think? <laughs> She done had some time to, to, to rest and get herself together, so who knows what, what's about to happen. You know, because prior to, we almost got kicked off the air <laughs> two-week streak. <laughs> so there are just story after story of violent crimes. And this is on a serious note. More families are grieving. More hearts are saddened. And the reason I report these stories, you know, I can't report all of them. I get a couple of them in. I skip over a lot. But the reason I do that is to keep the awareness up and because we don't want to be desensitized. I don't want to ever consider this as the status quo, these stories as run-of-the-mill events that we should expect to happen. And even though the occurrence is often, too often, I'm hopeful for the day when stories of violent or evil crimes are fewer and farther between. But such a sad and tragic story. Uh, Roberto Carlos Silva Jr., age 23, he shot up a sonic driving in, killing two and injuring two. He also, and I don't understand this, but he drove a U-Haul to the location and set it on fire. Silva was taken into custody shortly after the police arrived on the scene. All the victims were sonic employees ages 18 to 28. And you just don't expect to go to work at sonic. And some crazy man comes and does this kind of harm. And it just hurt my heart because those people have families. You know, when we do these stories, like I said, they come often. 
But we have to remember that each person has a name and a family. They had a life, people that loved and cared about them. It was just crazy. And so we talk about the need for an increased focus on mental health. And I don't know if some of the stories we read are due to mental health issues or people just being plain evil. But either way, I feel like somebody knows that these people are out walking around in the streets and that they're dangerous. And too often we learn about their mental state after the fact. Indeed. And I was just about to say, you've got to be some sort of twisted individual to go in and shoot up a Sonic and take some innocent lives, you know, people who are just there getting a meal perhaps for their family or, you know, getting a a, a treat to just to enjoy themselves and to have their lives just snuffed out by someone who has no regard for human life. Yeah, that's true. We have to keep in mind that these people have always been crazy. And somewhere down the line, someone has ignored that mental illness Mm. when they should have been getting help a long time ago because you can't be in your right mind to do anything like that. I don't care what nobody says. Right. And so maybe, and I said evil, but maybe that's a mental illness in itself, you know, because some people are just plain evil. And you're right, you can't be in your right mind to do some of the things. Because along those same lines, there was a homeless man who fatally stabbed two people inside a California church this past weekend. And Fernando de Jesus Lopez Garcia, wait a minute, Fernando de Jesus Lopez Garcia, age 32, was deported three times and never turned over to federal immigration officials before he attacked those people. And despite multiple arrests and convictions for violent crimes, he was still out and able to do this. And so this is one of those cases where I feel like the laws and the loopholes failed us. You know, when you hear about somebody who's arrested, yet they had prior convictions that were violent or let us know this person is dangerous. Right. I mean, this is the third time that this has happened? Yeah, well, he's been deported three times. And like I said, multiple arrests. They didn't put a number on the number of arrests, but these arrests or convictions for violent crimes. And yet I'm sitting here thinking how you have people rotting away in prison over nonviolent crimes. Like the system is broken somewhere. Somewhere. How? I, that, that's that's my question. How does something like that happen? Right. Yeah, the system is broken. and It's definitely not geared for us, particularly, like not geared for us particularly. Yeah, that's it. Lord, let me get my words together, y'all. We know what you're saying. Listen, (laughs) somebody needs to help us make this make sense because right now we're at a loss. There was a shooting Black Friday at Sacramento Mall that left two people dead. And then on November 20th, there was a shooting at the Wisconsin Mall where eight people were shot and a 15-year-old was charged in that shooting. And then on November 17th, a 10-year-old Tennessee girl, actually, she was sleeping on the couch when a stray bullet killed her. So that was in Jackson City. They said 21 shots were fired in a drive-by, and that happened at 530 in the morning. So you turn on the news, you read social media, and you see all of these stories. And as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, a lot of these crimes are being committed by young children young teenagers, 
makes me kind of scared. You got all these mall shootings, and I don't know if it's the stress that are making people like this. I don't know. It's horrible. It's definitely a lot to take in, and certainly emotionally and mentally taxing even just to hear about it. Mm-hmm. So I can just imagine the, the grief that the families have felt. Yeah, sad that you aren't safe anywhere in these days and times. No, you're right, Pam. They shot up churches and schools and malls, and you're really not. So going back to how you started the show, and I'll tell people this, you know, it's no secret that I'm a Christian. Um, but what I say is that our show or my life is faith-led but not faith-limited. We encompass and welcome and everybody. Right. But at the end of the day, for us, as for me and my house, Come on I here. have to know, I have to know that every day is by the grace of God that we see the next day or the next hour that we escape all of these troubles and turmoils and woes of this world. And y'all know I'm not by any means a preacher. I just know what I know from my heart. And so, again, Jay, you know, we're not ashamed to say we'll keep these families in our prayers and that the world is just, you know, has a lot of evilness, a lot of things in it. But we are grateful, as was our thing. We are grateful. Yes, we are. Yeah. So let's jump off this gloom and doom wagon and check out some other news. I thought the election and the confirmation of Biden and Harris as our upcoming president and vice president was done. It was complete. Why am I reading about folks still counting ballots? Long time. What are they still counting them for? You know, I believe... So now maybe they're trying to find a way to use this new math, give some sort of real-world practical application for this new math. Look, I don't Jay, know. We don't have time for all of that. Listen, it's it's over. I mean, I, I'm not. Am I right? It's over, right? It's over. It's, it's over. It's over. It's over. I mean, I'm just I'm just attempting again much like we do with everything else, attempting to make it make sense. It doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. but I'm attempting to make it make sense. Well, I appreciate your effort. I mean, <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a done. Okay. Meanwhile, the current inhabitant of the White House is watching the inauguration stage being built outside its front door as we speak. He is really not so, trying yeah. to – please. You think he should not hang on, Pam? He said I, it. He's... Hang on. And then my thing is this. When he is forced out, can we trust him to keep all the White House secrets or all the national security and security secrets, or is he going to be like a kid and tell everything? Well, I don't know all the political terms for that, but I believe I heard in some reporting that there was a fear of what he would do, one, between now and January. Uh, it's at January 20th, I believe. And I know he's firing people and causing a little havoc now. What he's going to do after that day, we don't know. But I hope they're getting prepared for it because he's like a loose cannon. He is. And we don't even know really what he's capable of in these remaining weeks that he has uh, residing at 1600 Black Lives Matter Avenue. Well, have y'all checked on y'all's governor here in Tennessee to see if he's all right? What, what, what's he doing, girl? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? 
Well, I just read, and I had to check the date because I thought, well, maybe it was a while back, but no, it was very recent, here that he is still not accepted that Biden won the election. He's not ready to accept it. Even as the transition plans are moving forward, he has yet to accept that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to be our incoming president and vice president. So I he just wonder if he all right. With the, he must have been golfing with the orange one. Maybe. Or he drunk the Kool-Aid also. Probably. He can go, too. Let's just get him out then. Well, you say he can go, too? He can go, too. You know, our theme next month, and I want y'all to get ready, is dump it in December. And we're going to talk about a lot of things that we need to get rid of, tossed or away before we move into 2021. Now, I'm hoping that the two of you had a nice, restful, and safe Thanksgiving. Unlike some people who live next to this Massachusetts woman, she missed up Thanksgiving for a lot of people. She was trying to deep fry a turkey on her back porch, and she ended up destroying three homes. A total of 27 people were displaced by this fire because they lived in, like, these triple-decker homes. So, you know, there's different units on each deck. And so according to the National Fire Protection Association, yes, that group, Thanksgiving is the peak day for home cooking fires in America, followed by the day before Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. So we're going to need y'all to be very careful. And I bet those neighbors wanted to beat her. And rightfully they should have. If you can't cook, we're not even mm-hmm. talking about necessarily frying turkeys. Just Thanksgiving is not the day for you to experiment. Just just stay away from the food. Get somebody else to cook. Stay, order in. stay away from the fire. I mean, this woman yes, has burned down three houses. Three whole houses. Trying to fry turkey, yes. Surely she could have ordered one from somewhere. Surely. Messing up my Thanksgiving, I would be hot buddy. And then to be sitting down at my house, and you burn up my house, trying mm-hmm. to fry turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd be fighting. So, yeah, I mean, I know it's a sad and tragic story, but yeah, yeah. Um, did anybody watch the fight? Fight? I did yeah. not. However, the memes have been taking me out. <laughs> Pam, you did. Yes, I watched the, the the fights. If you can call some of them uh, that, uh, Nate Robinson, who everyone knows is an NBA player, he decided he wants to box. Evidently, he decided uh, last week. Because he let a YouTuber, TikToker, knock him completely out. That was the last time he knocked him down. He knocked him down like three times before. Four. So I I looked at, so, and I want people to understand this. He only landed his opponent, the YouTuber. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Jake. Jake. He landed eight punches. He knocked him down four of those punches. But that last one? That last one put him in la-la land. I mean, he probably woke up in Oz somewhere because he was out of there. He went night-night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And I feel sorry for him a little bit. People will be using that like, oh, don't make me pull the Nate Robinson. <laughs> That's just like generations down. They're going to use 2020 as a synonymous term for crazy. Oh, man, that was 2020. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, she, she over there looking 2020. <laughs> yeah, poor Nate may never better live that down. Now, the, the 
headliner fight, Mike Tyson, he still looked good. He lost 100 pounds this fight. He still looks crazy. And Roy Jones... He looked 2020? Yeah, he looked 2020. And Roy Jones <laughs> didn't do that. That's why he kept running around and hugging it. Like, man, I don't want to <laughs> Well, it was all right, you know. You know, it was all right. I'll just leave it at that. So before we go, I want to remind everyone to be extra careful. As people return from traveling and COVID is at an all-time high, don't slack up now. Protect yourself and others. And what you tell people? Mask it or casket. Right. Jay, are y'all being safe down your parts? I can only speak for me and mine. However, we recently had a what many people have called a super spreader event. The annual all-black affair was held uh, this past Saturday, and judging by the posts on social media, hundreds upon hundreds of Memphians were decked out in their best all-black attire. Well, they were casket-ready then. Literally, because Mm -hmm. uh, there were very few masks that were donned based on the pictures and the videos that were posted on social media. Of course, uh, many health officials down here have gotten wind of the video and they have expressed their outrage and they are calling uh, for the promoter of this event to, you know, kind of speak up as to why he decided to throw a whole party in a tent during a whole pandemic. Many people have said that he's irresponsible for doing that, and Mm -hmm. he's thinking only about himself and the the coins that he's able to rake in. And these tickets, of course, were not cheap, and they were VIP sections. And and anybody who has gone to any social event knows that those VIP tickets are are, are costing a pretty penny. So, But listen, uh, he didn't hold the people hostage, did he? Oh, no. He actually put a a whole – the people were responsible for purchasing their own tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were not given the opportunity to get refunds had they decided not to attend. But again, those that were in attendance, very few of them, as I said, were donning masks. So, and it was literally standing room only. People were packed in, as they called it, the bubble. No social distancing. That's insane to me. It's just it, it, it is. It is. It is absolutely outrageous. I mean, am I living in the alternate reality? Did I miss something? You know, it's another one of those things that we try to make make sense, and I, I just, I just can't. I can't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I think, am I the crazy one for, you know, not really going anywhere and always wearing my mask and practicing social distancing and limiting the people that come in and out the house. Am I the crazy one? Because I get on social media and I see people out all the time, like functions and and events. And who is planning these events? And who is letting them? I guess that'll be it for this bit. I just want us to use our best judgment um, and try to be safe. I know life must go on, but we want to be here for this life. And so to the two of you, I'm so glad that you joined me each week, and I'm glad, Pam, that you have found your healing. And, Jay, you have healed as well. And so that'll be it for this bit, but I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. 
And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on talkingwithtea.com, share stories, or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. Choose your battles wisely. Sometimes being at peace is better than being right. Remember when you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.